Welcome to Bridging the Generation Podcast. And today, today, again, I have a very, very, very special guest. Now, this brother right here. See, when I get guests like this, man, this is an honor, man, because not just not just because the brother is a very talented individual, because this brother's from my city, man. And I love what this brother's doing, man. I've been I've been I've been checking him out, uh, you know, for a while now, man. And and I, I love what he got going on, man. I love this movement that he that, that he's a part of, man. And it's an honor to have this brother, man. I'm talking about Enoch Seventh Prophet, man. What's going on, brother? Peace, man. I'm good. I'm just I'm living in the moment, man. You know, trying to stay out of the way. That's yeah, it. man. You know how that you know how that is, man. Like yep. it's a lot of craziness going on, man. But I, I I love that in the midst of all this craziness that's going on, man, you're able to be able to release such transcendent music, man, that really resonates with with uh you know with our community, man, and with and with you know society um abroad man so um right you know how how's uh how's everything going man with this with this covid and you know how you maintaining man i'm just you know honestly to be honest with you i just trying to stay out of the way really you know what mm-hmm. i mean um and just now being more to myself than i was before just a little bit you know taking inventory of yourself why are we going through these particular moments of, yeah. of life and just, yeah, yeah. you know, evaluating your friendships, evaluating you, evaluating a whole lot of stuff that we probably never had the chance to evaluate until we was told, like, sit down for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, and then, then on top of that, trying to still create in that process, mm. you know what I'm saying? And, and that's, uh, that's not difficult. It's just, uh, it's another part of the chapter. Right. Me. It's just trying to, you know, mm-hmm. how to write things that's that's basically irrelevant or just to keep everybody in the know in that process, too. So no it's, a balance. it's a balance. Do you think with all with everything that's going on, you know, even though it's it's, it's um, you know, a lot of things that's going on is very disheartening. But do you think it also gives you, you know, great material, you know? Uh, I think it's very disheartening at times because you're out as an artist, you out and about, you mingling with the people or you just right. out in the streets, you know what I'm saying? Taking the bus, train, walking down U Street, whatever, you know what I'm saying, you do as yeah. far as living in the city you're at, you know, right. that, that kind of gets taken away. But um, now you can still do that, but you've got to mm-hmm. have on the mask in the process, you know? Um, and I think it is for us as independent artists, the playing field is even because when you think about it, those mainstream artists that we love are back on the internet doing what we've been doing for years. <laughs> you that's know what fact. I'm saying? It's, nah, it's that's like fact. it's like it's like say for instance, it's like Layla Hathaway coming into coming back to an open mic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. You exactly. The, you know what I'm saying? Now we're like here. Yeah. So it's yeah. We've been doing this inner thing, inner yeah. thing way before everything was kind of exactly. shut down. Now exactly. it's even playing field, but now you see more of our our um, mainstream artists doing more right. internet stuff and being interactive. We've been doing that for years. It's just right. you know, so that 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 puts me on the playing field of like, okay, we're on the same like playing that, field. Though. So now I, I, I like that. You you just brought a very um you just very brought up a very profound point, man, because 
when I look at artists such as yourself, man, I'm starting to realize like a lot of, excuse me, music fans, hip hop fans are starting to get hip to artists like yourself because they're, they, their focus is not on the things that they would normally be focused in the way they receive music. So it's, it's social media is through, it's, it's, it's through the internet. And that's where we're learning about brothers like yourself. And we realize that, Hey man, ain't nothing separate you from the only thing that separate you from this other artist is a machine. That's it. It ain't the talent. That's it. That's the only thing that separates independent artists from the machine for those with the machine. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And we're so interactive on, see for us, we're so interactive on social media. Like I can right. DM you, it may take you a minute to hit me back, but that's you hitting me back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's you commenting on my comment. You know, that's us commenting on each other's joints. Right. Now the artist himself, who has been in the mainstream for God knows how long, mm -hmm. and thought they'll never need the internet, now they have to pay somebody to do it, or they feel like, I got to come back and see where the pulse of the people at. Mm. Now you, you start from square one if you really yeah. haven't been on, on it yeah. like that. Yeah, it's, it's really... um. It's showing a lot what a lot of these artists are really made of, man. It really, like you said, it really, it it really uh evens the playing field, man. Because I, I believe if you take a lot of the if you take the machine away from a lot of these artists, man, um, with all due respect, man, a lot of these artists, these they'll fall on their face, man. I mean, to say it, mm -hmm. to try to put it as, as as respectful as I can. You yeah. Know. Yeah, they they will. They would. Yeah, yeah. So we just we just keep it forward though. That's it. It's all good, man. So look, hey, brother. Um, again, man. It's um, uh, um, I I can't believe that I have you on here. And you know what? Like, I've I've heard of you for years, man. But I, I, <laughs> because there's so much music, man. You know, it takes me a while to get. Like, I can't get to every. Like, I'm a music guy. Right. Like, right. Like, I'm I'm a man of a certain age, so my point of reference is is wide. But right. even with that being said, man, it, it's artists like yourself, as great as you are, man, can slip through the cracks because it's just so much music to consume now uh, uh, today. So, you know, to have you on here, brother, uh, it's, it's it's an honor, man, because like I said, man, even though I I, I just recently uh, this past year really delved into your catalog, mm -hmm. what I know, what 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 once I delved into your catalog, man, I'm realizing, man. Brother, like it, it just warms my heart, man, to know that we got artists like yourself, man, and, and especially from my city, man, that's doing what you're right. doing. So, um, first of all, man, so so where exactly are you from? Well, just to, um salute you as well before I get into that, just to salute Not you ahead, as bro. well because um, you know, your podcast is basically it's that's the concept, it's the bridge generations, that's the concept. That's what hip hop's supposed to be doing, bridging the gap, you know, the generations, exactly. the blend yeah. that I take, that I learn from you because you may be younger than me and I can add right. that to what I'm doing or right. I'm older than you, then you can right. add, you know what I'm saying? And still making it our own, you know what I'm saying? So exactly. um, with that being said, I definitely salute you for even going back and listening to some of the old stuff and knowing who I was, but then, you know, telling the truth about it. It's like, man, there's so much music and stuff going on out here. You kind of, I kind of lost it, it cracks, but, I came back just to see what you was about. So I definitely um, appreciate that transparency from you as well. Um, I appreciate that brother. It's, 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 it's an honor, man. And I'm, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad that you understand artists, you know, um, 
I'm glad that we have artists, man, that like like yourself that understands that, man, because, it's, you know, you guys out here uh, putting together these masterpieces, man, these blood, sweat and tears in this music, man. And I, right. and I know you wanted to reach everybody, man, but it's just so much, man. So but I hit the lottery, man. So I, I hit the lottery. I, I, I got you here. I appreciate it. So um, I'm from I'm from Washington, D.C., Nation's Cap, Chocolate City. Um, now it's like maybe vanilla mocha right now. But other than that, you know, man, we chocolate city all day. You know, I was yeah. I was born um, at um, not Walter Reed. I was born at um, which is now called Walter Reed Hospital. Um, but prior to that, born and raised in Washington, D.C., probably when I was about three or four. My grandma mm-hmm. decided to say, hey, let's move out of the city. Let's move to Tacoma Park. Because my mom, she uh, went to Blue. And I guess, I guess, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I guess grandma was like, yeah. nah, we can't do this no more. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's pick up and move. So, um, you know, 10th Outside. Street, Uptown. South, yeah, so it was like 10th Street, Uptown, uh-huh. in that area. Um, and then we end up moving from there to Tacoma, Tacoma, okay. Maryland. Tacoma Park, Maryland. So that's where, you know, I did my schooling. So it was just like, you know, Piney Branch, you know, you going. Blair? No, I didn't go to Blair. I went to um, Springbrook High School. Okay. Yeah, you so was, up there when, was you up there when Sean Springs was up there? Uh, Sean Springs graduated, I think, a year before me. Okay. Yeah, or two years. Before. So, yeah, Sean Springs was. I think he might have been out of there or on his way out when I was transitioning okay. from like middle to high school type right, of thing. Right, right. Um, if I if my memory serves me correctly. So um, you know, growing up on the same block, you know, seeing Steve Francis and Tacoma Park, you know, Maple yeah. Avenue, you know what I'm saying? And just growing up still in that particular area. And then yeah. my educational background is like straight in Mo County. Okay, man. I, I you know one thing, man, I love about being from this area, man, like even though we all have different elements, man, and and, and there's different uh, things that separate us, man, as far as, uh, you know, uh, class and, and um, you know, uh, the, the, the a lot of the demographics, man. But as far as our culture, man, we all share the same culture, man. You know, Montgomery County, PG County, Washington, D.C., man. So I never... Right. You know, I don't I never was the type of person, man, just because I'm from D.C. I look at somebody from PG like, man, it's the same culture, man. And, you know, I, I've learned so many things from brothers like yourself, um, who's who, you know, and brothers like yourself from all over the city, man. Right, so, right. I, I, I love it, man. I, lo- I love to hear a brother like yourself. Keep it real, man. Like, you right. Because the. Where you like, keep it real. You from Montgomery right. County. You from Montgomery County. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like. Like, cause some of us, you know, grew who grew up in that like seventies, eighties era. Some yeah. of us basically moved with our mom out of the city to Monroe right. County, but our grandparent and or our dad was still in the city, or we had right. uncles or aunts. You know, yeah. what I'm For, unfortunate enough for me, or fortunate enough for me, you know, when my I was living with my grandma, and my mom, we picked right. up, moved to Tacoma Park, Maryland. My dad was still in the city, so he okay. was still uptown. So. We would travel, I would travel with my mom back and forth to yeah. see my dad in the city. So it was like you had the best of both worlds in a sense. You wasn't really world. losing too much culture, but you were given some experiences within that process. And plus my grandma, you know, um, bless her soul, like she was a a pastor. 
So mm. remember, we had a church in DC. So it was okay. like, you can't run away from right. 9th and I, North Street, you know, 9th <laughs> and I, um, it was 9th and I, Northeast, over there by where Heck and Jamal is, and then okay. you go all, right off 8th Street. So okay. after church, I yeah. was like talking to the dope <laughs> dealers. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah, younger yeah. than me that was out there. So it was, yeah, it was. But that's the thing I love, and that's the thing I love about you, man. Like your 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 culture, man. Like you, when I listen to your music, man. Like you represents you you represent DC, man. When I think of a DC artist, man, it's, and it's other artists, man, that, that hold it down for the city, man. Right. But a lot of people, you know, when they think of DC, man, they think of the violence, and they think of just these one dimensional, uh, this this one dimensional aspect of DC. And we're so many more things, man. There's so many more things um, that that embodies us, man. And I feel like uh, artists like yourself, man, you you embody everything that the the DC metro area represents, man. I, I definitely appreciate it, but you know, just to go back to your point is, I don't I don't stress it. It just comes out naturally. Like I don't exactly. I'm not. I don't brag and boast like I'm from the city, and I try to. Right. You know, some people think I'm not from here. Like if. Some people would think I'm from Philly. Some people would think, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like Philly, yeah. Like, yeah you, but my my whole demeanor is, is still DC, it's still yeah, hip hop, yeah. it's still that exactly. flavor. So I have to put it in the music because exactly. if you grew up around and you grew in the culture, it's definitely gonna come out. But I never I never set out to write a rhyme, like right. to always put DC in it or right. some something about DC. If it's not the right time, I really don't, right. I don't do it. But if it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt, no doubt, man. Like, like I said, you're you're very transparent in your music, man. Like, it's it's not forced. Um, you know, it it just seemed like it just flows natural, man. You just you basically, when I think of your music, man, you just basically tell you 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 talk about what you see, what you mm -hmm. you know, the way that you grew up, uh, things in your environment, man. And I think that's authentic, and I think why an artist like you is needed, man. You know. So with that being said. I want to ask you, man, where did your love of music start? How did it all start for Enoch? Um, the love of music started in church because I can play all percussion. Like, you know, I was, my ear is trained to play by ear. Okay. So being raised in, um, being raised with my grandmother and always going to church, it was always, she was trying to keep me active without, right. Um, disciplining me all the time in church because as a young boy, you know, we running around, we ain't, can't really sit still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my grandma gave me uh, a bongo. Like you sit between your legs, a little bongo joint. Okay. And um, I got good at that. And then mm. she got me some congas, and I was like, yeah, but this starting to hurt my hand. I'm not really, <laughs> you know, I'm in church and I'm like, I'm not yeah. really feeling this right now. I'm not. Oh no, nah, I was listening. I was listening to Sheila E. Man talking about. How them things messed up her hands over the years. Yeah, so it, you had to, you got to, you got to tap them a certain way. But you yeah. know, I got, I got busy with that, and then um, I got like a guitar put in my hand, like a bass guitar, and I could pluck with that, but play by ear. Like if you're singing or rapping or whatever you're doing, I can make a tune with. It, but that wasn't my calling. So yeah. um, I end up getting a my first drum set was a Pearl. My mm. grandma and my first drum set was a silver. First, my first drum set, a piece of drum set, like put together. That's like the top of the line drum sets. And for, for those who don't know musical instruments like that, like a Pearl drum, that is like 
A1 of drums. Right, drum right. Band. That's like the A1. So it's like yeah. Pearl, it's Yamaha, Yamaha. Lugwin, yeah. and then yeah. uh, something else. But Lugwins yeah. are, are cheap. So yeah. at any rate, um, so she, I got that. And I was, I started playing drums. Like professionally, I was playing drums probably at the age of uh, 10 or 11 or 12, somewhere around there, because my mom, was in a gospel group called Linda okay. Go in the uh was in a gospel group called Linda Go in the Gospel Spiritualettes. And okay. I was like the youngest drummer in the in the culture of gospel music and gospel music, like wow. musicians. So I was like the youngest drummer um at that point. So I was like playing all around in different churches and stuff like that. But um yeah, that's, that's how crazy. you so you when you was when you was playing drums in the church, how old were you? Uh, I I started probably about five, about five wow. or six. Yeah, about five or wow. six, because my grandma would help me keep on beat. You know what I'm saying? Like just keep on beat. So that's why I started to. So you was playing. It. You was playing with the choir and all that at five years yeah, old. Yeah, like I said it. Like I said. That's um, crazy. That's like that's I said wild. It, like I said in the rhyme. Um, yeah. I said playing drums for the choir. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I said that because I was playing drums in the choir, and my grandma <laughs> did say, "Stop talking yeah. to those hustlers because your life will expire. Like you can't be like yeah. that." You got. I remember that. I remember. You know that. what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah about about when I, I started, didn't think you meant that like literally though. <laughs> yeah, that was that's like that whole Reagan era. Yeah. Is, is through my eyes and what I yeah. lived through. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right. um, yeah, I I try not to write frivolous rhymes because that makes no sense. It, it doesn't. Uh -huh. It doesn't, it doesn't, as what me and King C call it, it's not emotional hip hop. We want to give you emotional uh, hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. um, but that being said, so I, I would say like maybe around six or seven, I was the only, five or six or seven, I was the only musician in my grandma's church. There was no guitar player, there was no keyboard player. I mm. realized I was the heartbeat of like, cause it was very old school, like stomp your feet, clap your yeah. hands. And I was the heartbeat. So uh, the heart, so now me not staying on beat through everybody right. else off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started to realize that at an early age. So okay. yeah, about six to seven, that's when I, you know, really kicked it in, started playing for the right. choir and things of that nature. So yeah, it just grew from there. Okay. So when you, so, all right. So you came into the, uh, music as a, as a musician. Yes. Now, when did you fall in love with hip hop? Because you know, we from DC and let's be honest man and, and a lot of young people don't know this but we were kind of late to the party man when it came to hip-hop hip-hop wasn't very popular in dc when when i was younger you know like and, and definitely when you was younger man we had gogo -Go was number one and then everything else you had no right yeah gogo -Go, you had uh rhythm and blues of course and then you had you know, but that, but that's what it is. So, what, what got you into hip hop? You know, what was, what was some of the influences, man? As far my, as hip hop, my influence was Heavy D because I was very chunky boy. You know what I'm saying? I was very chunky. I was, you know, Heavy D, and I thought, yeah. and, I, and I, and I looked up to Heavy D because big he stuff. was Mister Mister Big Stuff, Big Time, like that first album that dropped in like early, like late whoa, night. Whoa, 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 whoa. You ain't just say that big time album. Yeah, that's where that was my that was the one right there, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that was, was the one that got it. That, that's the one that took him out of there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So seeing the videos and watching how this big guy can just move effortlessly yeah. and still rhyme. I mean, I even 
saw, you know, back then it was like, saw a VHS tape of Heavy Dean Boy somewhere and he was yeah. still doing his thing and yeah, rhyming. Yeah. I was like, yo, that's dope. Um, <laughs> but I think I started to actually get into rhyming in about 88, eight or, 88 or 89. But that, but yeah. Heavy D was basically my influence. Fat boys, yeah. anybody who was fat, Chubb Rock, you know, <laughs> I mean? anybody who was big brother, you know, yeah, Chubb yeah. Rock, Heavy D, yeah. fat boys, um, any one of that of that caliber um, okay. out that was they were my influence but i started writing 88 89. okay so you know being we're from the area man a lot of people don't know about the rich music history that we have here were you it were you knowledgeable about that as a as a young kid man about the marvin gays the van mccoys the stacy lattisaws and all of that like you know yeah, how, I was how much of that um influence you know just what you do or you know did you have any knowledge of that yeah I, I had a i had a bunch of knowledge of that and it was based around my mother my mother sung also she sung in a gospel group with johnny gill called johnny gill and the stars of faith or the wings of faith the wings of yep yep yeah so she was in that group with him and johnny gill was basically the lead singer his mother his mother was in that group lackey who was like his brother played the bass and bobby yeah. he was on the drums so my i think my influence kind of started from it wasn't like it wasn't um like african bambada or, or these yeah, yeah. other things because we're from <laughs> dc that's not that's not where we at you know what I'm talk saying? about that's it the, exactly I, i'm glad that's why that's why this moment this interview is special to me because you get it you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's not <laughs> Let's where keep we it at. Let's keep it real. Keep it like that's not where we were at. So we were looking at, you know, um, like those Marvin Gaye, the Stacey Lattisaws, the Johnny Gills, the you know, the, those particular artists who who just like, oh, they're from DC. Oh, okay. So where the where the hip hop guys at who are from DC? Yeah. But my my whole I my whole notion of that or vibration of it was basically Johnny Gill and Stacey Lattisaw. When I saw Johnny Gill. We was coming out of a, um, and I knew him, so it was just like it wasn't nothing new. And he was right. my cousin at the time, too, so it was nothing new. But right, when right. I stepped outside, you of don't the know, church, man, Johnny from the South Side, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when I when I stepped outside the church, I said it in Bolo's rap. I was like, Stacy Ladder saw Johnny Gill signing autographs in front I of the church. That's rap. That. <laughs> that shit is real. It's like That's it's real. real. <laughs> So when yeah. I saw Johnny Gill hop out of a limo with Stacy Lattisaw, yeah. I say, "Yo, okay, somebody can get out the hood, and it's not just Marvin. Those people that I've heard about but never seen, it's yeah. somebody that I know and I yeah. watch grow up. Marvin was he was like larger than life. He was larger than life, man. So that was my influence, and then I started to get into, um, I think my first introduction to like educational part of hip hop was." KRS One, uh, Boogie Down Productions, Jimmy, the J, the I, the M, the M, the Y is Jimmy. That taught me how to put on a record. I was like, yeah, this is my joint. So that's why I started, and then, you know, Salt and Pepper them came along. But my first influence of it was Johnny Gill, Stacey Lattisaw, and then it was like Black Indian, and then it was like Nonchalant, and then it was like Section 8 Mob and Custom Market I was just like, oh, this is where we at. Yeah, it's like okay, this yeah. is where it's at. Oh, 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 DC Scorpio and DC Scorpio, uh, yeah, Tony man. Blunt, you Tony know what I'm saying? Stinky Dink. Yeah, Stinky Dink, and then you even had um, 
who our biggie of DC was. Like, if you think about who our biggie of DC was that got shot at the roller rink. Oh, Fat Rodney, man. Rest and, in peace to Fat Rodney. And then you got Fat Rodney. You cannot, Rodney. You cannot talk about DC hip-hop if you don't talk about DC rock, if you don't talk about Fat Rodney. That's why you here, brother. This is why you here, man. <laughs> you can't talk about DC hip-hop if you don't. Y'all, you, you, you guys got to hear that, man. Say that one more time, brother. You can't talk about DC hip-hop if you are not mentioning Fat Rodney in the sentence of DC hip-hop. Facts. You cannot write a book about yeah. DC hip hop if you fact. don't have Fat Rodney in there. That's fact. Yeah. You're missing the yeah. whole point. You can't have yeah. a DC, you can't talk about DC hip hop yeah. or DC yeah. go go if you're not yeah. talking about the senators. Mm. You can't. Yeah. yeah, 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 man. Like I said, man, like we have a very rich history of music, man. And, and you know, I appreciate brothers like you, man that's coming along and still preserving that, but you do it through hip hop, man. You right. know, um, and, 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 and I feel like it resonates with the people, man. Like once someone hears your music, they get it, man. Like they, I, I really feel like we need artists like you, man. This is what we need in hip hop. And this is why I'm so, I can't stress it enough, brother. I know it's probably like the third or fourth time I said it, but this is why this is a special moment for me, man, because when I, um, when I first uh, heard of you, man, and and really got hip to what you're doing, the brother uh, DC Decades, man. Um, okay, yeah, one, yeah. That's my guy, man. That's my man. He he, the one that really put me on to you, man. As far as like, like yo, you need check this dude out. Like I I, I know I see you on the credits on, on a couple of projects, and when he put me on to, I was like blown. Oh, I said that's when I hit you up. I said I gotta have this guy on the show, man. Right, yeah, I gotta have him on the show. He's an older brother, man. Like, yo, ain't, ain't nothing like a, 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 a an elder brother from the city, man. Like, the wit, like our wisdom, and and not to discount anybody else mm -hmm. from whoever you from or whatever, because everybody right, right, has right. Their own knowledge and wisdom and culture, but it's just different, man. You know, it, it, it was just something I never, I'm gonna be honest, brother. I just, I'd never seen before, brother, a brother of, of your, of, 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 of your age. That's nice like that, man. That's sounding the way that you sound. It, it literally blew me away, brother. Well, I, I definitely appreciate it. I always get the, um, I always get, even when I meet people in person or they hear the music, they be like, how old are you again? I'm like, 47. They're like, well, you don't, you don't seem like you're 47. I say, well, I got a young soul or I'm just, right. you know, I have a different type of energy and just feeding right. off of the young artists that I know right. and uh -huh. then, and not, and not, being closed-minded to certain beats or certain artists that right. I may just ride my bike to or jump rope to. I'm still listening to <laughs> artists that, you know, I'll still listen to a Lil Wayne album. I may right, not bump right. it in my, I may not knock it in my house all the time, but right, I, right. you can probably find me ride my bike yeah. with it or jumping rope with it because it's a different right. type of, you know, vibration. Right, right, no doubt. Nah, so, music is a feeling. I always say music is a feeling. Yeah, man. yeah. So we just, I mean, I, I tell everybody this. I think I started writing differently after I got divorced. I started writing differently after I got divorced because no slight to how I was married and when I was married, it was just mm -hmm. basically, it allowed me as an artist to be now, I'm gonna say what the hell I wanna say and how I'm gonna say right. it. Because <laughs> if, I can't get it, if I can't get it out, writing it down, it would never come out. Facts, no, I get that. You know that. what I'm saying? It was that certain. 
it's certain words I, I tr never try to use in a rhyme. I, I never try to like disrespect, um, you know, disrespect women in rhymes. I try not to use B word. I try not right. to, these are things that I've always consciously tried not to do. But mm -hmm. when I released Bolo's rap, I had to put, you know, Mary and Mary, that bitch set me up. Watch, cause that is like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I happened. Did, that's what he I said. I did a report on that. Like when I heard that, I was like, man, you took me back to that day, Jay. That happened on my birthday, January 16, 1990. I'll never forget that. I was like, man, he is really like, this is what I'm talking about, man. This is what the the F I'm talking about, man. Right, you know, right, right. You, you really painted the picture, man. You really, you know, painted the picture of this particular era, man. And you're not just doing it off of hearsay. You lived it. Yeah, yeah. So, and King C, who's... Who's my um me and him co-own and operate uh chakra music? He's also the producer and the DJ. So basically he was like, yo, Enoch, you just gotta live and you gotta live alone, you gotta live more. You, you know what? live that more was, so you can write. That was my that was about to be my next question. I want to touch on that. I swear, man, like I said, this this is this is special, man. I was just about to ask you about that because I noticed you dropped your first project back in uh 2004. And you know, you you can you have been consistently putting out music, man. But do you think with you being, you know, older than the typical hip hop artist, man, you kind of have an edge on a lot of people because you have you have a life experience. You know, how do you how do what, what's your take on that? Um, I think I may perceive things a little differently than others. OK, you know, um. You know, me, you know, I may be a little older than you, but that doesn't mean you, that doesn't mean I know more than you. Facts. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, Because right. you could have experienced something I've never experienced before, and I can't put that into words. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Okay. So by me living, by me living, meaning I'm just not thinking about writing. I'm not thinking mm. about hip hop. I'm not thinking about the next show. I'm just living, and then right. when the beat comes, my living shows in my rhyme. It can be okay. something from way back in the day that I'm conjured up again to make it right. sound dope, you know? And um, I think my edge over a lot of artists who maybe, you know, a little younger than me, or a little older than me, I think my edge is basically that I'm multi-talented. Like I do my own photography. Mm -hmm. I can shoot my own video and edit it. I can record right. myself and do things i can make my own flyers i can promote my like i can do a lot of things mm -hmm. um that a lot of my counterparts can't and then okay. a lot of maybe the younger ones are learning how to do right because they're still finding themselves you know what i'm saying the younger artists are still finding themselves and trying to figure out where they fit in this right. big old thing of hip-hop me i think i found where i'm at and i'm comfortable with what i talk about and how i speak it and how I take my photography, how I, you know, see my videos coming out. Right, right. You know what I mean? So I, I think I am still mastering that, but I think I found my own little niche for that works for me. I agree. I agree. I like I said, man, I feel like you're a very, a very a very authentic artist, man, a very authentic human being. And I feel that the type of music that you makes, that you make. 
the only difference that separates you from the Talib quality is just the machine or whatever. And no knock against these guys, but right, 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 right. You, 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 true. you have you carved out your own niche. You're, you're very, you have, you're, you have a very distinct flow. You have a very distinct look. So you, you, you definitely stand out, man. But um, I, I just, uh, uh, it's, it's amazing, man, to see brothers like yourself, man. That's just, that's nice. It's one thing to do music. But it's one thing to be really good at the shit, right? You know, yeah, so, um, absolutely, absolutely. So, I, what, what, um, I'm sorry, what, I didn't mean to cut you off, brother. No, I, I was gonna say just to backpedal back. It's just like my first, I think my first out, my first project was on the tape, and it was like 1996, and it was called a Fickle Mind State. Um, and wow. then 2004. That's the one I remember. 2004. Yeah, 2004, we dropped Enoch, Enoch Seven Profit, which is like an EP. Right. And then we just kept it moving. So I think from that 1996 tape right. started right. my evolution of trying to find out where I was and, and trying to carve a niche right, into right. what I was doing and make it dope. Because mm. I surrounded myself, or people were surrounded around me, and I surrounded myself with, around no yes men. If, the, if it's not dope, tell me it's not dope. What can right. I do to make it doper? Oh, Enoch, that's not dope. You know, I go back into you know, back in the right. day, it's like there's no punch in. You got to right. do the whole rhyme over the again. Whole, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you can punch in, but back then I still don't punch in when I like when I draft oh, yeah. stuff at home. <laughs> I do it over because I know I can do it better. You know what I'm saying? You so, keep it old school, man. <laughs> I keep it old school, so it's just basically those particular yeah. things that okay. I guess you know that car that cars me out to be a, a little right. To be more comfortable in what I'm what I'm doing, man. It got so got to be comfortable. So do you do you still have the same management or the same team that you had? You know, like back in 2004. Whole nah, new team. No, nah, it's a whole new team. You know what I'm saying? And it's not even a team, G. Let's keep it a hundred. It's me and DJ King C. We did. We okay. Uh, I was gonna bring up him a little later, man. But since we 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 talking about him, where, where's uh where he from? And what's your, what's, the, uh, what's the story, the relationship with with that brother? Because I, as I as I um, listen to a lot of your uh, your catalog, I went through your entire catalog, which mm-hmm. took me about four days. <laughs> but um, you know, I noticed he produced he produces a bulk of it, right? So how did you how did you link with um you know how did you link with with with, with uh, King C man and and put that that whole thing together, man? Because you guys. You guys put some magic together, man. When you when you, you guys come together, man, it's dope. I appreciate it, man. I definitely appreciate it. King C from Uptown, you know, what I'm he was he was born and raised here. He went to Coolidge, I believe. Um, oh, Coolidge! <laughs> so he born he born and raised here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I knew of I'm gonna put I'm gonna before I knew who King C was. There uh-huh. was a group in DC called the Beggars. The Beggars was a part of a whole affiliation with Wu Tang. And they had to kill the Swarm album. King C is the one who produced the Swarm album. I mean, the I Swarm that. on the strength. I'm, yeah. My pardon self. On the yeah, strength. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. He produced. He produced that, along with some other brothers that was in wow. affiliated with the Beggars. And when I started to, of course, you know, I'm, I kind of think, you know, I'm just gonna keep like historically all mapped out. It's like that uh-huh. same year, you know, you had um, that same year they was doing their thing. I met I met King C probably 2000 gee 2001 2000 maybe 2003 or 4 because okay. we were running this open mic called True School. And True, okay. School 
True School was like the longest open mic ran in DC ever. Mm. Um, so now, where was this at on on U Street? On, on U Street at Capital yeah. City Records. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think I was back then. I, I was. Uh, I think I was working at the Reeves Center back then. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I, I met I met King C two thousand three at a beat battle. We had a we had a beat battle called the Grind the Beat Grinders, okay. and I'm okay. you know hosting in the carrying on it, and we had him as a judge. Um, and it was him. It was another brother by the name of Ooh, who was a part of the beggars. They were they were judges. They was like our okay. special judges, you right. know. Um, and then we decided King King told a, a friend of ours. He was like, "Yo, I want to make I got some beats for Enoch, but I don't know, you know, I don't know if he accept the beats type of thing. Like I don't know, I don't know." So right. we started talking. He shot me some beats, and I was like, "Yo, these joints dope." And then we worked on a project. Two thousand. If I'm not mistaken, 2006, we did Data Frequency. Right. Data Frequency was just me having, I ain't pick up a mic in a minute. I was too busy living life. Right. And I was just like, let's dust it. Let's um, knock the dirt off. Let's dust, yeah, you know, yeah, knock yeah. the dust off and see what this joint <laughs> about. So we started doing it. At that time, my my ex-wife was my DJ. Um, and I was like the only- Now you had to use Mary was Spinderella. Yeah, yeah. So she was DJ. And um, I think uh, Return of the Prophet was the album that it solidified me and King as being partners in this hip hop and comrades in this hip hop thing. Return of the Prophet, um, we start now doing a tour. We was about to go to New Mexico. And my uh, ex at the time and my wife at the time, she was like, I think King C should be your DJ when you go out on this tour. And I was like, yeah, I think so too. That'd be kind of dope, you know. Now, he, now, did he separate from, you know, the, the Wu Tang affiliate? Was he still doing music with those guys? Nah, he had stopped. That was like, when was the swarm in nineteen ninety nine? Yeah, around in, in that mid era, yeah. he stopped doing that, and he went underground. Like he went, okay. he stopped making beats. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. disassociated himself from that much, like from everything. He just disassociated right. himself, right. and when me and him met. He was still trying to get back into it, but he was like right. not too sure about it. So when right. me and him met and did Data Frequency, we hit it off as mm. comrades, as friends, as brothers, and then we started stacking more joints. Started okay. stacking more joints. And then right, when we went right. on tour for the Return of the Profit tour, he became the DJ and a producer. Mm-hmm. So we we built a camaraderie, we built a friendship, we built like a brotherhood within no that culture. Okay. So then after returning the profit. It was a rap after that. We just like, yo, let's put this out. Let's put this out. Let's do this, you know. And and that's where we're at right now. And you know, he's been a, he's been very monumental in the process of what you're hearing as a lyricist from me. He's okay. been very, you know, uh, monumental I, I, in that process. I hear what you know. One thing I like about you, man, like you have your own style, man. But I still has I still hear the growth sonically um, from the music, and you know the substance you know one thing about you 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 the the artist that you are now you 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 you're pretty much the same artist that you were back then as far as the the human being you right. know um and and I and I say this to, to say this and, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong or make sure you know let me know if I'm saying it the right way or whatever I got you. right right but right what I notice about you like what shape you as an artist to go down this particular subgenre because you, you you know the 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 type of music that you do 
It's not radio. Right. It's not, you know, so it's a it's a it's a very special subgenre that dope artists. This is where the dope, you want to you want to hear lyricists come here. This is what they right. this is where the, you want to hear the balls and great music and substance. This is it right here. But on the flip side of that, you may not get the big machine or the radio airplay and all of that. So what shaped you as an artist and made you want to decide to go down this route instead of going down this route? Not following the crowd, as my grandma always taught, you know, don't follow the crowd. Be your own. You know, if you're going to get in trouble, get in trouble by yourself. Don't pull everybody else <laughs> yeah. in trouble. Yeah. You yeah. Feel me? Right. Um, so I think that part of it, just so I guess, like, let me keep it real. It's like sometimes I want to go left, but I can't. I want to go with the crowd. Right. When I start writing, it doesn't go with the crowd. I go, I take it somewhere else. Right. And I think that's me um just having blinders on and not listening to everything all the time and right not too busy uh wondering what you're doing on your end with your music and why why you right. got a hundred thousand views and only got 200 you know what i'm right. saying because it, 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 you can finagle all of that but at the end of the day i think that's I true really keep, i want to keep that my integrity yeah yeah Artists are doing that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> artists like you know people don't understand man when you have a meat machine behind you a lot of stuff is inflated, you know. A lot of stuff is inflated, and 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 and, and it's nothing new. They've been doing it for you, you know, for years. This this yeah. even going back to the the sixties and the the fifties, man, and all of that. But um, one thing I like about you, man, like you stay true to who you are, man. So the reason I I want to ask you this question, like, what does music mean to you? You know, like what inspires you? What drives you to continue? making music man at the age that you are now man because like i said i'm gonna be honest brother like you really stand out man from the whole look like you you stand out but you you nice man like and and, and some artists you know some artists they fall off let's just be honest some, some artists fall off man right. but you are just getting better and better and better. like you are better now than you were 20 years ago and you was dope 20 years ago you was dope well in 2004 when i first heard of you but gotcha. you're better now and you make better music now than you did back then mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. my question yeah. was man like so so really like uh, you know i know i could go on a tangent <laughs> no no i'm listening to you I, I feel <laughs> you no, I, so, so what what inspires you brother like so what 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 inspires you what drives you man to continue to just get better man you know what i've that's a good question because I've I've been asked that so many times, and I always give like the same answers like um, the young people driving, you know what I'm okay. saying. And then when I then when I think about it, it's a blank. I have a blank. My mind goes blank mm. because there's so many things, and not one particular person or not one particular event. It can be okay. something to trigger something that just like. You gotta keep doing this like right right why stop now i've known friends right. who don't even rhyme no more don't even make right. beats no more because right. at a certain age they became a husband or or uh, a dad or a granddad and they feel like ah that they ain't that's not me man it's just it's in me right so the things that probably will spark a rhyme like this interview mm. could spark a rhyme and it can it don't even have to be about this interview it could just be right. I had a great conversation and my mind started turning. 
I hope it does, man. You know what I'm saying? Like my heart started turning, and this conversation can influence me to write a rhyme. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, having or or I can in my I'll be in my own head at times, and I'll be like, man, I ain't doing this no more. I'm good. I'm I'm. This is gonna be the last joint. I say that to myself, and then I'll meet somebody on the street, be like, yo, don't I follow you on Instagram? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, aren't you Enoch? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, I follow yeah. you on Instagram. You could do some dope work. I like your work. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm like, ah, all right. Well, I guess I got to continue on because there nah. is somebody paying attention when sometimes I don't think so. Nah, man. Nah, we paying attention, man. Like we, 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 we listening, man. Like I don't let the numbers, man. Don't let the numbers fool you, man. To follow all that, right. that shit, that shit, smoking mirrors, man. And you know, that's it. That's all it is, man. But um, we we know it's it's a popularity contest. But at the end of the day, the you know. Artists like yourself is still here because you dope. Like if you wasn't dope, you've been out of here a long time ago, brother. <laughs> right, right. You be out of here. Yo, you've been out of here a long time ago, man. So what's what's your take on that, man? Like, you know, with the age limit, you know, this age limit thing in hip hop, man. Like, it seemed like the rock guys, man, you know, Mick Jagger, he can be on stage till his damn in a walker. You know, and, and and these guys, you know, uh Paul McCartney, they can they can be out there today like 80, man, but hip hop, they getting rid of you at like 24. Like, just think of it. Rock him and Big Daddy Kane. If you really look at their run, it was so short, man. Like when right. when when like Wu Tang and Nas came out, man, we got them out of here, man. That's so disrespectful, man. So, so disrespectful. So and they were still making great music, man. Right. They were still making great music. Rakim dropped the 18th letter, man. He wasn't even 30. I don't even think he was 28 years old. So with that, when I see an artist like yourself, man, it just it blows my mind because I'm like, man, man, it's no age limit on dopeness, man. It's not. You can't put an age limit on it. Look at look. My bag. My phone was ringing. Jeez. No, it's all good. I'm, I'm edit. It's all good. Edit that. But yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. If you put if say for instance Chuck D. Right. One of the greatest rap voices ever. Look at look at Karis one. Yeah. They still he's yeah. still touring. So I mean, you know, we put an age limit on hip hop, but right. the other folks don't put an age limit on rock country. Nah. They don't. But we the only ones that put an age limit on why though? Like, why do we do that? You know, like uh <laughs> why do we do that though? Like it's whack. I always say it as whack. You know what? I think I think we're all gonna get older, like at the end of the day, I think like he, Right, right. You could be I like this do that hot rapper it, right now. You're gonna get older, brother. Like you not gonna be 21 Savage or whatever 30 years, like you're gonna get older. That's what happens with life if you're fortunate enough to live long. Right, right. Because it started out, I mean, they was they already said hip hop wasn't going to last long anyway. Like this young people music that they said back in the day wasn't going to yeah. last 30, like 20 years. It'll be I ain't gonna lie. I'm not going to 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 lie
Hey, Enoch, I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I didn't think it was gonna be around this long, man. I'm not yo, when I was a kid growing up here, man, like growing up here in DC, man, my, my first musical, and I'm not gonna turn this an interview about me, but let me just say this real quick. Before right, I flip right, it I got you. Before I flip it right back to you. Right. But growing up here, man, like my early musical influences, man, was like Earth, Wind and Fire and Frankie Beverly and Maze and Chuck Brown. Like hip hop, I knew of it, but I wasn't the fan that I am now. I wasn't that back in like 88 and 89, man. I'm going to be honest, man. Like I, I like I liked it. But to me, man, it was New Jack Swing. It was Gladys Knight, like. You know what I'm saying? Like that was, yeah, that mm -hmm. was it. And I say that to say this, like, it's a, it came a long way. It came a long way, man. And I always, yeah, I, uh, definitely. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm at, at my age, man. I'm gonna be honest. I am, I'm, I'm surprised, man. That is, it's the number one genre. You know, and and how does it feel, man, to be a part of that, man? Like you're part of the number one genre, man, and you still make great music, brother. Yeah, you know, because I feel great to be a part of it because you see the evolution of it and you see right. um, what people say hip hop is versus right. what it isn't. No doubt. You know, these these certain genres under like trap, they still that or rap, they still put it in that hip hop category right. to sell it to the people mm -hmm. in a sense. But um, just to see the, 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 the layers of music and the layers of hip hop that we may think is whack or you may think is dope. Right. Either way, somebody's loving it. Somebody's liking right. it to keep it at that. You know, mm. and you hear it all in the commercials. You'll hear phrases. Um, you will hear, you'll see it on TV shows and things right. of that nature, loving hip hop, things of that nature. So they're keeping it in the forefront, but the reality of it behind scenes, they still want it to be capped to a certain amount of age that you should be stopping mm. and go into something else. Okay. Nah, that's real. So, but I, I think yeah. it's you know I'm 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 great to be a, it's, it's dope to be a part of it, man. I ain't, I am not right. fussy at all. It's dope to be a part of it. No doubt, no doubt. Well, look, I want to move around a little bit, man. I want to start talking about this music, man. That's why you're here, man. So, I went back, did okay. you know, went through the catalog, man, and we'll be we'll be on here for like two days, man. Talk about your your catalog. So, I want to I want to start with one of my the project that really open my eyes to what you do man and that is the return of the prophet man in 2014. Mm -hmm. can you go back to that year man and tell me what what led to you putting out that project man because that one right there that was the one for me man that's when i realized i was like oh, he, he, he's 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 a problem man this is this is this is, this is different man this is different it's different <laughs> right right different so man so Return the Prophet, man, to, to make it plain. Um, before Return the Prophet, we put out like Sonic Gods. Yeah, yeah. That. Oh, that was my yeah, yeah. And, I was um, listening to that earlier today. Oh, I, I apologize. I apologize. Yeah, Return the Prophet and then Sonic Gods came. Yeah. So Return the Prophet was basically the concept was if I'm gonna put it plain and, and kind of transparent so everyone can understand. If you know that Jesus is the Christ and he's right. coming back, mm -hmm. what would his thought process be if he were returned now? If your concept and thought process is the Messiah and returning of the Messiah, mm. what would the Messiah say now about what's going on? If you think that um, Muhammad is the 
is the prophet. Right. Be praised to him, as the Muslims would say. Right. If he comes back or when he returns, right. what would he say about what's going on in 2014? Okay. So as me being Enoch's seventh prophet, I put myself in that if I'm the prophet and I return back here on this mothership with angels mm. with me, how am I going to address certain things in a in a different manner? Mm. You know what I mean? So that was my concept and writing it came pretty easily, but that was basically the concept of the of the project and what I wanted to get across. Whether it was yeah, beats, you know, beats and bars, um, lyrics and things of that nature. Yeah, that was that was a dope one right there, man. What so you know you have an interesting name as it is, man. You know, can you can you tell the fans, man, how did you get that name, man? You know, Enoch uh Seven Prophet, because um I don't know a lot of people, you know, may not be religious or spiritual, or whatever, man, but um it's a very interesting interesting name, man. And Enoch, you know, is a very um interesting character it you know in in uh the scriptures the bible whatever you want to call it so can you touch on that a little bit man as far as like how did you come about you know um uh you know putting together you know uh uh the name that you have yeah yeah absolutely hold on a second i can barely hear that you were like going in and out what i was saying was um okay, there you go oh yeah no nah, whatever yeah what i was basically saying like how did you come up with the name you know enoch so, I, a problem. so uh the name was found me because we were, I was on my way to Augusta. I was on my way to South Carolina. We had, a, I had to do a show. It was on a Greyhound. I had to do a show in South Carolina. Got okay. off the, got off the uh, Greyhound bus. Met my man Freedom Black there, and he was like, "Yo!" At this time, I was going through my phase. Like I was growing my hair out, beard, everything. Yeah. So he was like, "Yo, you look like a Daffa." And I was like, "Yo, who's a Daffa?" He was like, "Are you reading the Holy Tablets? Holy Tablets are scriptures." From the Nuwabian Nation, Dr. Malachi Z. York, and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm still reading it. He was like, well, when you get to the chapter called a, a Daffa, I think it's called a Daffa song. Yeah. When you get to the story of a Daffa, I'm sorry, a Daffa song was a song I wrote. When you get to um, <laughs> the story, the 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 story of a Daffa, then we'll talk. So when I got to the story of a Daffa, I was like, oh, this is Enoch. Mm. Enoch is the one who walked with God. We know that uh, Enoch comes in a different. He comes as Eris, as in the Muslim uh, holy scriptures. Right. He comes as Adafa. He comes as Mega Metatron, which the Transformers got Megatron from. Megatron, who right, is Adafa? Right. Who is the voice of God? Yeah, who is the voice of God? So I was just like, Yo, Enoch walked with God walk without with dying. So I, I don't think yeah. I have to die. Yeah, I don't think I have to die. The I walk with God daily, so let's do that. All right, right. so seventh came from my last name. Um, and if you take the T out of my last name, you have seven son. So being the seventh name. son, man, my last name is Stevenson. So if you take out oh. the T, it'll be seven son. Oh, gotcha. Right. So we all are prophets. Yeah, so we all are prophets and prophetess, but we all are prophets because hip hop is a prophetic language. Because mm. we speak things to existence and that don't happen sometimes. Right, right. All the time it happens. Yeah, yeah. So if you're death. talking about death, yeah, if you're talking about death always in your rhyme, it's bound to come to you. Look it's at bound Tupac. to come to you. Look at Tupac. So I was like, yo, I'm <laughs> rocking with Enoch Seven Prophet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm rocking with Enoch Seven Prophet. So that's that's how it's, it's stuck like that. You know, this okay. person was like King Enoch. And I was like, King Enoch sounds corny. I don't like that. 
Uh, let's go with just Enoch itself, and then everybody yeah. was calling their dogs Enoch, or it was like weird people. Was it was just crazy. So Enoch said, "What's <laughs> up?" Hey, so look, so do you think with with that that name, man? Do you ever feel like like that kind of holds you back, or some people don't get that as far as like even within the independent underground? Because they, a lot of people don't know this, man. But you even have separation within this independent faction of hip hop. So, right? Do you do you feel like? And 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 I'm I'm only asking a question. You know, I I'm oh, not yeah, definitely definitely. I'm just I'm just asking a question. But have you do you, do you ever feel like that could that that could be like a uh, stumbling block from some people as far as getting to you know because when you talk when you get to talking about things like of the spiritual nature, certain people they kind of it's a disconnect with them so what was what, how do you feel about that you know i i never felt because it's like a name that came to me and i accepted the challenge of that name and what it bestows and what it holds mm. but i also knew i also knew that from a conversation i had with my friend eric he listened to all the music that you've been listening to Right. Um, prior to my new stuff, and he was like, "Yo, E," he was like, "Man, your shit." Oh, I'm sorry, E. Your stuff is dope. Right. Your stuff is dope, E. Right, right. But I let the young boys, I let the young boys listen to it at work, and it was like, "Yo, you can flow, but they don't know what you're talking about." So if you cannot bring, he said, "Don't dumb it down." I'm not telling right. you to do that, but if you can just bring it down just a little bit, right, for those people to grasp onto it, you go. Mm. So when he gave me that information. I took it in and right. started writing a little differently. So if Enoch Seven Prophet is something that may hinder someone from listening to the music, right. it's brothers like yourself, it's brothers like uh, DC, you know, it's brothers like who introduced the music bit by right. bit, but when they click onto it, I'm not preaching to you. I was, and, and, and I was, I'm just keeping it hip hop. You took the words right out of my mouth, brother. And that's the thing. Let me just say this real quick. And I don't want anybody to misconstrue, misconstrue what I what I'm asking this brother as as I don't want it to come off as like you some beating us down with you know preaching. It, it, when you listen to the brother's music, it doesn't sound like that at all. It's very natural. It's very you have this very um, you have this very distinct uh, method that you you know that you use when you when you the way that you deliver your, uh, your you know what you do. So I don't want people to ever think like. You know, I don't want like whoever watches the interview. Please don't think that because if you listen to the brothers' music, it don't it, it don't it ain't preachy at all. It's a lot of Jews drop. It's a lot of Jews drop. It's a lot of messages, but the way that you deliver it, I feel like from all age age ranges, man, they they can get it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and I like we did the study. Me and King did the study, and it's basically our support base and those who listen to the music by the product and things of that nature is from mm. 18 to 46. Yeah. After 46, that's where it stops at. <laughs> There's nothing. And, and, and after the 46, it's like two to 3% of people who buy the product, listen to the music, listen to yeah. the videos, but those 18 to 46 years old, yeah. that's what we focus on. That that's my demographic. <laughs> Yo, my matter of fact, now nah, my demographic is probably a little 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 smaller than that. Mine's is twenty five to forty six. Yeah, I can't right. like okay. You doing you doing something right? Because I can't I can't reach the eighteen year olds, man. Like, but so I'm still working on that. I'm still working. Like reaching them is 
it's man for you to reach for you to do the, what you do and to reach them man that's amazing bro that's amazing within itself man but it go it's a testament to you yeah. to how 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 dope you are as an uh, as an artist man and it's a testament to how much your music resonates people once they hear it once they hear it it clicks and that's what it took for me man like seeing you on right. different people's projects but once i got the opportunity to sit down you know, in the midst of all the music that I look, because I'm I'm one of the people, man. I'm I'm still I'm still listening to Intervision from Stevie Wonder. I'm still listening from Marvin Gaye. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm listening to um, you know uh uh you know old hip hop albums, man. Ultra Magnetic MCs albums. So yeah. so much, man. I'm trying to rotate all of this, man. So it's it's no if it's please don't get offended when I'm like yo, I'm I'm late to you know. It just is what it is, man. But I'm glad we here, man. I'm glad I'm here. So um, you got this one line where you say, you know, don't like don't just rap, just say something, man. So so tell me about that, man. Like talk, talk about that a little bit. Cause that 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 line when I thought about that, man, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let you go ahead. You know what? Break break that down to me, man. Like break that down. <laughs> so that was written in the format of, you know, you hear a lot. You know, people be rapping, whether they're talking to you. Yeah. Or it's be, you know what I'm saying? And not saying nothing. It's not, mm -hmm. there's no substance behind it. Mm -hmm. So when I was saying, don't just rap, say something. Right. I've been saying something since 80 something. Most of y'all are still fronting. Most of y'all still fronting. So it's just like, whether we're in, in, whether we're in a conversation, you still fronting on something. Right. So don't just rap, just say something. So don't just write a rhyme. Like I said in the beginning, I don't write frivolous rhymes. It just right. doesn't make any sense to me. So if you're going to rap, say something in the rhyme, mm. drop a gem, drop a jewel, do something that the average listener can pull from. Maybe they now like the, maybe they don't like the song, but they right. pull from, um, uh, they pull something out from it. Like be a good gotcha. friend to your homie who's locked up. Oh, okay. You're going to pull that out. Even though he's talking about violence around it, right, it's right. a jewel. Just say something. Don't just rap, just say something that people can grasp, man. Right, like, right, right. Because people, you, you have a platform, dude. Or madam, you got a platform. Right, and right. And people are listening to you, whether you know it or not. So use your platform wisely and get a message across. It can be subliminal. It can be direct. It can be, you know, dropping jewels. But just right. say something when you write. Just right. say something. That's that's all I was saying in that rhyme. No, I appreciate that. I pre like I said, man, I appreciate you breaking that down. Um, you know, you, you could have easily just gave me a very short answer, man, but that, you know, I, I, I'm glad you broke that down because that one, that, that, that one bar, man, it, 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 it means a lot, man. And it, and it really resonated with me, not just that bar, but that particular song, man, because I feel the same way that you feel as far as like, you know, brothers, you got a platform, man. So use it. Like you try to, you, you know, like I can't. I'm just gonna piggyback off what you just said, man. Just use your platform wisely, man. So um I remember on this one song, man. You got this one of my songs. I think this is if I'm not mistaken, I think it's off the return of the prophet, man. But you had my boy Do uh Doe Sigapone on the spiritual warfare, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. my that's another DC connection, man. So tell me about that, man. Tell me about putting together that song and tell me about you meeting uh my boy Doe, man. Yeah, man. Big up to Dosey, man, because Doe. Doe used to come to True School. Doe, Doe is an original True School 
you know what I mean, part of the family, yeah, you know, raised yeah. in that culture of true school. When he first came to true school, he came with uh, Uptown XO, because XO was part cousin. of the true school family. Yeah, that's his cousin. That's his cousin. So yeah. XO brought him through, and I was hosting an open mic, so I would, I would throw out words. Or I mm. thought, hey, rhyme, rhyme with something that starts with R. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If you mess up, just keep going. It, it don't matter. Ain't nobody judging you here. Right, so don't right. see, don't got, don't got the mic. Um, he tells this story too. So Doe got the mic and he fumbled the mic. Boom. And he was rhyming now, but he yeah. dropped the mic. Oh, he, he literally fumbled the mic. <laughs> he li he literally dropped the mic. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, I said, man, pick that shit up, man. I said, pick it up. Don't worry about it. Just keep going. Keep going. Yeah. And he picked it up. He kept going with the words I was throwing yeah. at him. So um, you know, and him and his beautiful wife, you know what I'm saying? It, it became it became a family. So um, if I had shows going on, I called him up and vice versa. So um, the song I had in mind was Spiritual Warfare. And I knew he would be perfect on it, but he was living in Texas at the time. And I was like, I need to shoot a video for this, but I want you on this record. I sent him the record, he sent me back. I was like, yo, this joint is dope. Now I know what I can, I heard what you're saying. Now let mm. me just um, marry what you're saying to what I gotta say to it. Yeah, and yeah. Perfect. It's like, yeah. well, I know, I know that Chuck, I know that one point in time Chuck D was telling us every time you do a song, make a video for it. Like, I don't care what it is. So I called yeah. though. I was like, yo, I want to shoot a video for Spiritual Warfare. And this is the vibration that we want. I said, you can shoot it over there yeah. and, and just send me the raw footage, send me the raw footage. And then yeah. we can edit it over here. And that's what we did. And um, his, his, his wife shot that. He did his part. We yeah. shot it over. And I was just like, yo. That's my, yeah, that's my right there, man. Yeah. I love that one right there, man. That's my like, like I could go. I mean, I could go on about how many dope joints that you got, but that one right there, man, because that's another one of them underrated uh, artists from the city, man. Like Doe is a beast. I'll be beast, trying to tell dope. people, man. Doe is cold, man. Like he is a rapping mofo, man. Yeah, he goes in, man. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Yeah, so he to sit here on a track, man, and to and to have a video, man, like that's that's the city right there, man. Like I, I love how y'all how you guys put that together, man. Like it's, it's it that yeah, was. And beautiful. if you can, and if you can tell, his was shot in the daytime. I shot mine at night to give that's it the true. clarity. Mm. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dope, give man. Shout clarity, out, like, dope, man. Yeah, yeah, shout out, dope, man. shout out, that, dope, brother, man. man. Yeah, I hope y'all uh uh you know got something coming in the in the, in the future, man. He's uh that's a good dude, man. So look, go fast forward, man. We go till we get we talk about this catalog, man. So 2018, man, you dropped Sonic, uh, you know, Sonic Gods, man. You got the you got the Sonic Gods hoodie on man. I'ma need one of those too, man. <laughs> you know, what I'm hey man, this is like only got one of these things, man. This Hey man, we about the same size, man. We probably about the same size, bro. Okay, so all right, we probably we probably we probably y'all, but yeah, we that's probably a large. Nah, this is. I think this is a medium. Oh okay, yeah, I can I can probably rock that. We can work some out though. We yeah 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 yeah. But no, so 2018, man, you drop another dope project, man. You got you know you got the hoodie on representing that Sonic Gods, man. Um. Man, that one right there, that's another one, man. What was the 
the inspiration behind that project because that that one is that the one that got um got lap on the lap and wait on it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. those Absolutely. two man that 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 lap man that's that's my baby right there man that's my joint right there you you got yeah, bigger, 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 bigger. talk about talk about that project a little bit man yeah that project was out of transparency i was going through a separation and divorce when i was mm. writing and recording that okay. that so that was more me coming out of that was more me showing my transparency and being vulnerable within certain like weight like mm. carry your own like weight was basically real life situation mm. i did write that couple of those first bars and lines right. i did write that in my head pulling my uncle out of the casket carrying up the steps into the church that right there i wrote that the day of in my head when i was helping being a pallbearer for my uncle right wow. but it just spiraled it's a spiral effect because i remember that you you, right, you you mentioned that in the song by the way i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you yeah. over i remember, yeah, I remember so hearing the, that. yeah so i kind of married what was going on in my life at the time with the transition of my uncle so it had to be i had to carry my own weight i had to actually um admit that i did things wrong and i had to carry my own weight mm. and that's where that song came about it's so like sonic gods was basically it's like a what no i was about to it's kind of like a double entendre in, in a sense in a sense yeah 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 because sonic gods is <laughs> sonic gods is a um the next level from return of the prophet so if the return of the prophet came and saw what he saw and wrote what he wrote, then the next move, he had to be sonically a god now. Now you have to move sonically. Mm. So that's what Sonic Gods came into effect because okay. I was getting all type of sonics from, from other producers, King C, DJ Priority, you know, and all these particular other artists or, or, right. or um, producers. Right. So now I'm a sonic god returning back. So now I gotta be transparent within my within my Godism, if you if you if you would allow. Um, so yeah, so that that all that was based around my feelings and what I was right. experiencing, and especially lap. You know, right. like if you if you know if That's me and you had right, text right. conversations and you know I was going through personally, then the weight makes sense. Lap yeah. makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Right, right, Certain right. songs and bars and lines that I was saying makes a lot of sense. Mm. But um, yeah, Son I thought Sonic Gods was my coming out yeah. of my uh, of showing my transparency. That's what I. That's Sonic I can Gods I can definitely see that, man. I can definitely see that as I as I like I said, um, as I went back and listened to your entire catalog, man. I I, I can definitely. I see where you're coming from. I see where you're getting with that, man. Like it really it makes much more sense having you like break it down, you know what I'm saying? But listening to the music, man, like it it is it's clear. Like I can see the direction of and, and the vision from you know album to album, man. And and, and mm -hmm. you know, so how important, man, with that said, man, how important you think like transparency is and in, in, in what you do or just in music music in general. I think it's good because it allows your listener to know you a little bit, not basically read the tabloids or blogs. Right. Or, it, it allows the listener to be like, oh, that's how that went down. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And it allows the listener 
to put the, the pieces to the puzzle together, what they may right. have heard before, or right. they may have saw you post something on your Instagram or your Facebook, and they're like, oh, if they're doing that type of work, they're like, right. oh, he did get a divorce. Oh, let me, oh, oh, snap, wait, oh, oh, man. Okay, it kind of makes sense. Right, right. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, yeah, so I think transparency is, is important. Right, if right. you're if you want to do that, then do it because it allows your listener to get to know you right. just a little bit more. You might not want to put out all your business, but it allows right. Right. transparency right. to happen and those can feel you. And that's the thing, man. And that's why I feel like you're one of those special artists, man, because you know, you have you have the life experience, man, and, and you have the you you have the um the ability, man, to be able to communicate and convey you know, those life experiences from these different many um, points of references um, to to all, you know, ages, man. You know, like, I don't think you have to be a certain age to identify with. You don't have to be I don't you don't have to be your age to identify with your music. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it's everybody right. can they, they, they get it. So with that being said, like. I think of I want to say this to you, brother. This this is one of the things I've I've been really want to say to you. Um when I think of what you do, it 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 really stands out to me because I feel like you make what, what what's your take on this? Like I feel like you make adult hip hop. Is that now is that a negative term? Like is that offensive when I say like adult hip hop? Because I I'm I, I personally feel like there should be, we we should there should be someone pushing that, because we're pushing all these we pushing all this all this other negative negativity to the youth and all this other nonsense. So why can't we push positivity? Why can't we push things that's conducive to our community? Why can't we? Where's the machine? There should be a machine behind that because what you do is what people of my age we this is what we want to hear this is what right, we want to hear right. we don't want to hear about like i don't mind the little babies and all that there's a time and place for that there's a time for juicy j and then all those guys no disrespect they, they, it's cool that's cool but what yeah, i'm saying yeah, is I'm, I'm 40 years old so i'm not in the club 24 7 i'm living life i'm raising children i'm in the world um you know so right. like what is your does that is that offensive by me saying that because you know, you have to be you. You you you're nah. very knowledgeable of what's your surroundings. So, what I mean, how do you how do you take that? Like, as far as what you do? No, nah, I mean, or maybe I'm just to say I'm, you know. <laughs> say it again. I said maybe I'm tripping. Like I I, I see it. They're like because like to me, man, artists like you, man, I hold I hold guys like you close, man. Like because we this is the type of shit that I need in my life. Like I need more of this in my life than I need um a wop or shake that ass or whatever like that's cool i, I like that's cool too right, right. but i'm just saying like that's right, not right. life that's a fantasy that's not every day like, like my every life for people um my peers is we have jobs we have careers we have husbands and wives and children and putting out you know so it's it's life and we enjoying ourselves too it ain't i'm not saying that your, your, your shit is, and everything is just strict it's preachy and nothing like that is you know what i'm saying but it's very adult right. oriented so i'm gonna just leave it at that yeah i think 
yeah, I don't think what you said is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I create dope hip hop, then it is what it is. You know, you 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 can't. If it's dope, you have to say it's dope. If it's whack, you have to say why is it whack? But what could right. be doper about it? In right. my in my opinion, right? You know what I'm saying? So when when I turn out to do a show or um, write a rhyme, right? I'm writing in the essence of what the beat is telling me, what I want to remember. If you're 40 years old and I'm talking about Marion and Barry and the Reagan era, then that's gonna spark a time that, oh man, I remember going down to Georgetown at the Prince and Princesses and getting them, uh... So my, I, my, I think my job, yeah, <laughs> I think my job is to basically kind of keep that in the forefront, you know, right, the culture right. of it. You know what I'm saying? I can I can yeah. rock with the bops. I can rock with the, you know what I'm saying, the young babies and you know, little babies and all these, you know what I'm saying, all these all these other artists because right. a song that you may not like can always spark a song that you want to write that's mm. that's what's up. Yeah, no, nah, that's facts right there, man. That's that's facts. And and, and you know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm not knocking nobody, man. You know, you you do what you do, but I you know, artists go make the type of music. However, yeah, they gonna make whatever they gonna make, man. At the end of the day, but I just like if somebody, I, like if somebody call me, like if somebody call me tomorrow and be like, "Yo, Enoch, um, we we stumbled on on your music and we thought, you know, would you do a song with Young Baby or would you do a song with Young Thug?" Yeah, not? I'm on that because yeah. Young Thug is not gonna change. He's not gonna change how I'm gonna come on the track. Right. I right. know that this is. I say this, I know that if a premiere calls me or if a um, Eric Sermon called me or if Young Thug's management called me or whatever, yeah. and they're like, yo, we want you on this track. I know for me, whatever I write got to be fire because this may be the last time I get this <laughs> opportunity. Yeah. It gotta be fire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still it's still gonna be me, but it got right, be, right. It got to be bars because. But they're gonna be calling you because they this, know this, this is what like you do. National exposure. Right, right, and I and I right. feel like they will be right. calling. So they, it, they're not gonna try to change that. Like they they like they see what you do. So I want to bring this element over here. Right. You know. So. Right, and that and that goes like I was saying that kind of goes on the artist for me to not change who I am just because. I got a premiere beat, or right. I'm not gonna trying to sound like Guru from Gangstar on a premiere beat. You know what I'm saying? Or trying to sound like you know uh, anybody else because right. a, a mainstream artist that we love and admire want to be on a record with me. So, mm. no, nah, that's just, real. Yeah, that's man. No, nah, that's real, man. So look, um, you dropped a, uh, right after that, man. You dropped a, a minute of your time, man, with um uh, the brother um. DJ, uh, uh, you know, DJ King C, King C, man. And um, that was a dope project. Had one of my favorite songs that you ever wrote, that Faith Evans. Before we move on, because I, I talk about that Faith Evans song, man. That's my that's that's another one, man. I, I'm sorry, man. I got it. Some of these particular songs, man, I got it. I, I need more background to them, man. You know, like, right, right. I'm serious. Hold on, let me just say this. Like my platform, man. Like I get into these catalogs, man. So I'm gonna be talking about these songs, man, that you probably haven't thought of in a while, man. But that one, 
I was listening to that like all last week, man. So I say, man, if I got an opportunity to talk to him, I'm gonna ask him about that song, and that's my shit right there, man. Man, I appreciate that, brother. Man, I definitely appreciate you. <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's a warm it's a warming spirit to know that it warms my spirit to know that you took the time to do that because I may get interviewed a lot and people don't take the time to to listen. They just ask the you know what I'm saying that's no slight to them, but you took the time to go into that depth of it. So Faith Evans, that beat was sent over to me. King C sent the beat over. I don't think that beat was kind of no 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 that beat was fully done but he sent it over and i'm like yo this shit this joint dope i say what's the because we because he always sends me beats without titles like without names sometimes right right, or right. he'll name it something so he can remember what it is yeah, yeah and i was like yo what's the joint called he was like it's called he said it's called faith evans i was like let's leave it like that he's like, what <laughs> you mean i said let's just leave it like that because it can be because i'm already thinking promotion wise i'm already thinking like when i when i write this song i'm right. gonna tag faith evans in it when it's done <laughs> i didn't even write the rhyme yet i was already thinking you should have tagged right. uh, the rhyme yet so chucky thompson too man <laughs> yeah yeah so when i get on <laughs> i'm sorry but man. um so he sent so he sent it over and i was like the joint was like, don't want to lose you. I was just like, hmm. Hmm. I don't want to go where people think I'm going to go with this. Mm. Because when you hear it, when I when I first heard it, I was like, yeah. people think I'm going to talk about a female. Right, right, right. I want to go left. I want to go left with it. So I started writing, had a couple of lines that was kind of whack, and I kind of scratched it and went to something else. And I think I was watching TV or I was going down a rabbit hole of like YouTube or whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, wait, I haven't reached my peak yet. Right. So you sucker MCs better reset. Leave your ego at the door with the concierge. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, I, I'm going to go left with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go left with it because people thought I was going to go right with it. And I was just like, I'm just going to talk about how I feel right now because. I haven't reached my peak yet. Right. So you sucker MCs, y'all gotta respect me right now because I haven't reached my peak yet. And I'm still I'm still growing. So I was like, we're gonna That's name amazing, it Faith Evans, and we're gonna be like that. That's amazing. Listen to what you just said, man. You put out all these dope projects all these years, man, rapping the way that you rapping. Like, and you still feel like you haven't reached your peak, man. I'm like, yo, like what did <laughs> That's amazing, man, because I don't think you realize, man, like, yo, do you, like, your catalog is crazy, man. You got a dope catalog, brother. It, it, I, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. And some of those albums, you know, that you mentioned, I, sometimes I go back and listen to it to see what I, see what I said so I don't repeat myself over and over yeah. again or to yeah. see how I said it so I can write it differently. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, everything up until Sonic Gods, I, I made the turn. Then when mm. we dropped Bolo's rap, I was like, this is, this is it. We're right here. And then Faith Evans, everyone loves Faith Evans. They love Bolo's rap. They love Say. Mm. But everyone loves Faith Bolo's Evans that's, that's because cool. of how it's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it, that's, so that's how Faith Evans came about. That's how, okay. And then when it was done, 
And I I got the we got the project back. I was like, Faith Evans, okay, now I can tag her in it. Okay, let me see what's going on with that. Cause now we in the everyone's home. So everyone's yeah. on their phone. This is the perfect yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So I so I found Faith so I found Faith Evans picture her with Biggie on the front. Okay. So the Gucci, she had a Gucci joint on, Biggie on the front, she had yeah. a hat on. And I was like, yo, this is a perfect photo. So let me take this photo and edit out Biggie and put my face there and then, <laughs> and then edit this part out and just have my face yeah. on, on her, on her, on her hood. Yeah, I, I remember that. I, that was dope. Yeah, man. That was genius. So, that was genius right there, man. Yeah, man. So I tagged her, like, I tagged her fan page in it. And then the next day her fan page reposted it. And I was like, this ain't Faith Evans. Okay. Let me find Faith Evans real. And I tagged Faith Evans in it. And then, um, a couple of days later, a week later, she liked it. And I was like, ooh. There you go. All right, cool. You're you good. Go. Now I just got to tag Charlie Thompson in it, and, and we will see where we at. Yeah, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. That's all you need, man. That's Now you now you, you got that stamp of approval, man. You got that so stamp like, of approval. Okay. <laughs> we just changed the name. We just changed the name so he wasn't yeah. flagged. No, I spelled it differently. With the S, I just used a Z. No I was like, all right, cool. Let's see. Okay, okay. So look, what's so so overall, man? Like, what's your take on hip hop today, man? Like, when you look, you know, being a, a you know a brother, man, has seen the evolution, man. Like, what are some of the things that you you know that you can do without, man? You know, some of the things that that you that you like about it, and some of the things that you could you know that you probably would like to see change. I think I would like to see change is the the violence that's portrayed in it whether you're using water guns whether you're using real guns or right. whatever have you it has to be a message in this somewhere mm. you know what i mean and right. if the message can change slightly for that generation or for whatever generation it is if that message can change slightly but you can still be you and talk about living in the hood and things of that right, nature. Right, right. But understanding this little youngins who's watching this, mm. you know what I'm saying. So, I think just the you know just the violence part of it, you know, can yeah. can kind of like subside just a little bit. You can't run away from the sex and violence because sex right. sales, violence sales. Yeah. Record companies know that. So the youngins who not even in a, have a record label, it's like, oh, shorty, little so and so put that out. That's where they buy that. That's what we gonna put out. But you not little so and so. That can kind of come back on you at the end of the day. So I mean, you know, um, you think these record labels about it though. Everything else I can rock with. I can do the wop. I can do. You know what I'm saying? I can do all the little crazy. I like that because, song. <laughs> yeah. Like for instance, I like listen to Mega Stallion's new record. Like the new yeah. album is dope. Like yeah. I can. It, and then it allows me to free my mind and then right. come back to the table and write something. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, not yeah. on that level or not on that talking like that, but it's just right, right. You know, like something new. So you, you gotta have the yin and the yang, man. It's it's you know to see one thing about hip hop, man, and, and the, the eras that we're from. Oh man, I hate to talk like this, but I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna be transparent like yourself, man. Um, we can remember there was a time, man, where both sides it was a balance for every NWA above the law, you had tribe called quest and you had you know the far side and, and it just seemed like 
all of them, those were mainstream artists. Like Tribe Called Quest was a, it was going platinum every album, but they didn't rap about doing this and doing that. And, you know, so it just, you know, when you think of where hip hop is today, man, do you think like these record labels are kind of pushing some of these agendas on the, on, on these, on these kids, man, as far as like with the excessive violence, man, because it's just not, it, we don't have the, I just don't see the balance, man. I don't see the balance like, like we used to have back in the day, man. You know? Well, you know, it's crazy because once again, you know, when when we were when <clears throat> we were on tour with KRS-One like a few years back, like maybe 10, 15 years ago, 10, 12 wow. years ago, whatever happened. Um, he was doing a lecture. He was doing a lecture. You know, we was at, we were in Chicago, Champaign, Illinois. He was doing a lecture, and he said, after Public Enemy, Poor Righteous Teachers, himself, N.W.A. They burnt the blueprint. They burnt the blueprint for that type of music that was had the balance and started promoting more of the the violence. That's why he yeah. made the album Sex and Violence. Sex and Violence, both yeah. Both of them paired, paired with each other. So, yeah, that both of them paired with each other. So, I said all that because there is, there should be a a balance. Because right. that's how life, you have, you have death and you have life and then whatever you're doing in between, you're still having that balance. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes We as how can I put this? We as listeners, right, promote that more than the radio, and more than the record company, because it's feeding another side of us that we're like, yeah, this is what it's about. Forget all this knowledge right here. Let me see some shooting and mm, and ass right. shaking. Let me let me see this on my timeline. Let me like this and not like bridging. You know what I'm saying? The Generation Podcast. Because nah, let me let me like something else and share that. Because let me share someone getting beat up at the mall. Let me share that instead of sharing someone who just had a baby or someone who just got a, a new job or starting their own business. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So um, it, it's it's disheartening at times. But for me, I kind of listen. I kind of listen to everything, man. I don't really. Sometimes it may be whack, but I'm like, I can yeah. probably find something that's worth listening to in here and be like, yeah. okay, I'm not going to waste my two minutes on that video no more. Right, right. So outside of hip hop, what do you like to listen to? You know, outside of hip hop, uh, I'm listening to like, it could be random, man. It's like random. I listen to jazz, um, R&B, soul. I listen to um, like, chakra music basically it's just like the vibratory music that I right, let it right. play with nice little tones involved mm -hmm. um i listen to gospel music i'll outside of hip-hop because i was raised in the church so i was listening to more of like gospel music okay you know what i mean like right. your clark right. sisters your your truth sisters your your, Shirley your uh, <laughs> reverend james cleveland Shirley Caesar. you know what i mean i was you know, said, what I'm saying? James uh, Cleveland, man, you're taking it yeah, back. I was listening man. to that. <laughs> Yo, James Cleveland used that's to be huge was, in DC. Yeah, he was huge here, man. I thought I actually thought he was from DC. He was the, like, 
he was so big in the in the in the the, the gospel community and in, in, in this area, man. I thought he was actually from here. You know. But nah, nah, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's man. interesting, so, man. I mean go ahead. Outside of that, that's what I that's what I mm. listen to. I mean, even when I write, even when I start to write, I don't listen to no hip hop. Cause I don't want my I don't want my judgment cloudy. So I don't mm. listen to no hip hop when I'm writing. I listen to those that particular genres of music that I mentioned to you. Okay, okay. That's what's up, man. So look, let's talk about the new project, man. Let's talk about the new project, man. You just released a new Word. project, man. Reagan era, man. Let's talk about it, man. Now this one, another dope one, man. What's the what's the what's the the inspiration, man? I gotta ask you, man. And this one right here, this one, this one right here. This is special right here. <laughs> this one is special, Appreciate brother. Thank you, man. you for this, man. You really told our story, man. You really told, you know, just just your story, our story, man. This is special, man. Talk about it, brother. Let's 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 go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, man. So so uh, a minute so a minute of your time was dropped in March. Seven yeah. seven months later, we released Reagan Era. Reagan Era was already in the making last year. Ah, so okay. I was, uh, yeah, so Reagan era was already in the making, uh, 20, the middle part of summer, 2019, somewhere around there. Okay. Um, and then a lot of things happened with, um, some of the beats and things of that nature. So, um, I was already promoting, softly promoting for it. And people right. were like, yo, we're going to drop Reagan. We're going to drop Reagan era. What's up with Reagan era? I was like, I don't know because I started to write for a minute of your time. Right. So it was like, all right. So um, we finally got it together. King C and I, we, we kind of sat down. King C was throwing, you know, sending me beats as well, different things in that nature. Um, I was always, I was also in 2019, getting people to call in to this phone number. So I could, so you could tell me about your story. Okay. Living in the Reagan era. So the whole concept at first was oh, using your voice message. I missed that, man. I would have called in. Yeah, so that was like just the con. So I could feel, so I could feel the pulse of the city where people were were at 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 that time of Reagan. So when people were calling in, leaving voice messages, I'll listen to the voice message, and I'm like, I do remember that. Oh yeah. shit. Oh okay. Yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, now how can yeah. I how can I make this? How can I make this about me? Because I'm a Reagan baby. That's genius. I just gotta say that. That's genius, bro. So I was like, all right, cool. I was like, all right, King. Appreciate it, man. So I was like, all right, King. Um, it's, it's gonna be it's definitely gonna be called Reagan era. And okay. um, and everything is gonna be about it. It's gonna be basically like a bio of my life. Starting with grandma's theme, ending it off with uh grandma's grandma's theme, sun, sunrise, and then ending it off with grandma's theme, sunset. So all of the production that King C put in is right. more of like a it's like a documentary feel. It's like yeah. a documentary feel. It's like a short film type of right, vibe. Right, right, right. You know. Um, so that's that was the process of going, you know, us going through making Reagan era and understanding who Reagan was and what he did and how yeah. black people, some black people loved him, some black people hated him. But I wasn't gonna focus on all that. I wanted to go left because what people thought I was gonna talk about was the crack, the drug, <laughs> crack, the drug, the yeah, gun, the yeah. violence, and I said no. I was I surprised. I was surprised myself. I said I just pre-warned y'all in Bolo's rap. 
when I yeah. said crack Reagan era, marrying and buried, I already set you up for Reagan era. Mm. <laughs> okay, so when okay. we dropped Reagan era, yeah. and the first single was Reagan era. Yeah. Let's go, and that was our, and that was our thought process with it. Wow, yeah, man. Was, I love that pops theme, man. That's another one of those songs that's very, very personal, man. You, you know, like that 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 take me back, man, to like just just knowing, like. I would like the way how you talk about like your, your father, even though you wasn't there when he was living like this, but you can envision that, man. You can just it. it what 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 is the connection and what led you to to writing that song, man? Like how how did that that song come about, man? And that that connection to you seeing things through his eyes and just, you know, how did how did that uh, come all about on that on that pops thing, man? Well, the Pops theme is a true story. Um, the Pops theme, some of that was uh, uh, captured from me reading his obituary um, and me being at the funeral, you know? And I started, I, when writing that, I was walking up and down Georgetown. I was in Georgetown. Mm. I was walking up and down Georgetown. I was like, it was cold too. It was like it feel like rain. It feel like coke out here. It feel like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It had that feel to it. You know what I'm saying. If you in from DC, you go down Georgetown, and you know about Georgetown exactly. Like, and it's cold. You're like Yo, it feels like something about to pop off. So Man. when I wrote it, I, I wanted to honor you know honor my father in that in that realm. Um, yeah. I wanted because I was still always searching to find out who he was, the type of guy he was, and things of that nature. So um, when I did more of my family research and history, mm -hmm. I come to find out that, you know, when he was born, you know, uh, he always reminded me of Marvin Gaye. So that was like another connection there. Um, he was a musician. So it was like when I wrote it, when I was like 1947, February 14th, age of Aquarius, Theodore and Adame, it was like that was his fam. That was his mom and dad. You know, he was born and raised in North Carolina. Then he moved to DC with his right. wife. Right. Uptown. You know what I'm saying? Then he met my mom in the process of all of that happening. You know what I mean? And then when I was saying, like, you know, when I was born, my pops wasn't there. He actually was not there. Gee. Yeah. He wasn't there. He wasn't there to sign the birth certificate. My birth certificate only has my mom's name on it at the age of 18. So now the process of that turns differently because I all this right here is facts right from my mom giving birth to me and my dad wasn't there the rest is like trying to figure out where was he he was probably drunk somewhere laying in the bed in his underwear chilling with some brown skin shorty but short <laughs> that I like that I, I know that's that, you know that that ain't cool but I'm just saying like that was dope how you put that together man like I like I never heard an artist man be that personal talking about his father even though is you, you made it sound cool but it's, it wasn't cool <laughs> like like it just it, it just, wasn't uh, cool artist, because my dad artist, was an alcoholic yeah and i i don't want to say cool yeah, i don't want to say like, i, I don't want to say that but you, it was colorful it was very colorful the way you 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 painted that you know what i'm saying yeah cuz cuz it's like you my pops i'm still going to respect you in this rhyme 
You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to disrespect you because you gave me life. Like I never, right. my mom never talked bad about my dad at all. Never. Right. Yeah. If he was there, if he wasn't there, she never talked bad about him. So my respect for my father is like right here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's really high. So I was like, well, you were probably drunk. So the way I said it in the rhyme was mm -hmm. a question format. He's probably drunk somewhere, laying in the bed in his underwear, chilling with a brown skin shorty with short yeah. hair. After a long <laughs> so he's like, he probably got some, he probably, yeah. you know what I mean? He probably took a shorty home with him. Yeah, yeah. We talk 1972, 70 something, early 70s. Yeah, they was wild yeah 73 yeah. was wilding so you know yeah, i can't yeah. blame him he was he was a little yeah. older than my mom I think he was like 11 years older than my mom but he, he was a you know he was a drug dealer you know he he right. did a lot of street stuff so it was just like yeah. i'm not yeah. gonna glorify that i'm mm. just gonna stick to the subject right here because right, it's about right. cops okay okay and me, and me meeting my sister and me meeting my sister for the first time when i said i'm sitting across the uh, the limo from her. Yeah, I'm not, me, I'm not me that. Yeah, yeah. The first time. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then my grandma, who was my dad's mom, was in the uh, hearse with us. And she did tell me, this is your sister. I don't know nothing about nobody else. Right. This is your sister. Mm. And as a little child, I'm looking in the back of the limo looking for my mom and my grandma, who's in... Right. A Dukes of Hazard car. They had, I remember that line. had a Dukes of Hazard car, G. Oh, I, I man, I, I that's another one of those lines that really like resonated with me because man, Dukes of Hazard was everything as a kid. <laughs> it was everything. Everything. It was everything. I used to sit yeah. watch that joint all the time. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you know, you you said you said that's your favorite. I've I've heard um, you know, a mixture of, of people say male and female, like Pop's theme is my favorite. I really love that song. Yeah, that's my that's like, my favorite joint on word. that. That like, is seven twenty. Gravitated toward it for a reason. Yeah. Word, I appreciate. It. Yeah, that is seven twenty. Yeah, seven twenty is another one. Yeah. That's my shit right there. You know what I'm saying? So overall, man, what do you what, what's, yeah, the, man, what's the what's the uh, seven twenty is another one? That's crazy. Oh, overall, that's next, man, that's the next what's, single. Yeah, and and the, the 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 single man like the video and everything. Where where was that shot at? Cause I know them. Which where, one for um for Reagan era? Yeah, yeah. The first, the lead off single. Um. Oh, Reagan. Okay, Reagan. Reagan era is the lead off single. The yeah. video was shot. So yeah, so we shot the video. Of course, we shot the video in Georgetown. Yeah. Then we brought it to U Street and brought it to front of the Howard Theater. And we we just made it feel dc because yeah. we had to i love that you know man. what i mean that's so not right there, man. I, i'm sorry i love it man i love i love, like man that represent that that album and what you do man that album embodies what you have accomplished man and what you symbolize or personify as an artist man you just you represent all of that as far as you know us man here in this area man in this in this it means a lot to us, man. We we appreciate it, brother. And 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 you mean a lot to me because you have this platform that you can be doing anything else with this platform, but you're doing what you feel is the righteous thing to do, and what you see the righteous thing to be, and that's to interview any and everyone to bridge the gap. So those who don't know who this artist is, they can always tune into what you're doing and check out this artist, or they can always 
You know what I mean? So it, it's, no it's a blessing that you're doing what you're doing Thank because you. you are you're using your platform to to get a message out. So I definitely uh, appreciate that. I definitely appreciate you listening to the project because sometimes, man, honestly, I don't think people are really paying attention at times. Mm-hmm. And then I get a brother like you or a sister like somebody else to be be paying attention and, and listening going, to, to the lyrics. So I think Reagan, yeah. I, I think Reagan era is the best. I think Reagan era is one of the best projects that I've put out right now. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Right now. Um, and we have so much other work to do, but Reagan era feels like DC and that's, that's what, that's the message I, I wanted it, to get across, man. I'm, Cause um, when we shot, when we shot the video, there were people out there, of course, but we yeah. wanted that feel. Exactly. Know, the brother, if you saw the brother like with the mask on and he was dancing, yeah. he was already watching us on the side. He was like, yeah. yo, come on. You want to be in the field? Yeah, I'll be in And he just started, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, this DC, right? You ain't, yeah, this you, ain't is too much. <laughs> you ain't break dancing. You ain't, you ain't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Hey, keep it authentic, yeah. man. Keep it authentic, man. You know how we do, man. Yeah, man. So it was dope. And ooh, our visuals shot that. Ooh, and our visuals shot that. And that I'm brother, that he's ass. a part of the beggars, too. Yeah, okay. he's dope. He's, he's very dope, man. If you need some um, videography work or anything mm-hmm. of that nature, commercials, advertisement, stuff like no that, doubt, he, does, no he does great work, man. Well, you know what? I want to give a special shout out, man, to, to your producer, man. You know, um, your DJ slash producer, man. Uh, uh, you know, DJC, man, he's, he's, he's dope, man. Like, I love how, you know, talk about him a little bit more, man. How influential you think he has been as far as crafting the sound, you know, for you, for you as an artist, man, because brother, you guys together, <sighs> man, it's magic, brother. It's yeah. dope. Yeah. I, I, I definitely appreciate that. And you know, King, King has an ear to find a chop. He can, he can take your voice. Yeah. Chop it. And you won't even think that's you until you tell him like, yo, that's you. Remember when you said this, he could take a, he could take a Rolling Stone record and chop it up so great that you're like, where you get, what is this? Rolling Stone. (laughs) But King, King has actually, you know, he he helped mold and design the the and craft the sound. Yeah. yeah. And my job as a, as the artist and the MC is to find the pocket in which he created the sound for. I like. You know I mean, like he that. may ask me like, "Hey, what you what you think about this? How you like this joint?" And I'm like, oh, "I ain't feeling that joint. It sounds cool, but I ain't feeling that joint right now." Right, I said, right. "You probably." Hit, hit me later when you went back to it and, and he had just craft the sound. Like Reagan era, he crafted right. the sound and I just had to actually take my words and rhymes and just mm. melt it in there and just follow his sound. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and I think that's that's it. That's where we're at. He, he yeah. is the conductor of crafting the sound. Right. I am that 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 person that that's on the train. He's the conductor. Right. I'm the person sitting in front of the train, like, okay, how can I make this even doper? How can what can I write mm. to That's make dope. it to make it compatible and pair up to King? Right. You know, there's certain beats he sent me, man, that he wasn't feeling that I hopped on, and it's it's on a minute of your time, or right. it's on another project we did, and he was like, "Yo, you really feeling that beat?" I was like, "Yeah, I really feeling this because 
I may have a different way that I can <clears throat> move in, move in right. direct. So, mm-hmm. you know, big up to that brother. Cause I always, you know, thank him a lot because, you know, he's been the life savior. Um, and he has blue breath into our, our culture. And he has uh-huh. uh, blown breath into our label and took like crafting the sound, that chakra music sound that we're looking for. And it's just like, all right, let's ride this. We ain't stopping until you know what I mean right. till you close the coffin. So let's keep let's keep going. Hey man, so, I'm uh, glad you he, said he's that, bro. It a lot, man. That man a lot. I'm glad I, I like when, when when I hear artists, you know, talk like that, man. Like I don't want to, man. I, I want to still hear something from you. 2021, 2022, 2023, because man, you ain't missing it, but you just yeah, keep man. getting better, man. You ain't like you said, man. You haven't peaked yet, man. You know, you haven't peaked, nope. man. I and I, and King, 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 King hasn't yeah. peaked yet either. Like he's, he's still, he's, he's still developed. He's yeah. still doing his thing. He hasn't peaked yet either. So it's yeah. like if we ain't peaked yet, keep let's going. keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. if we do peak, just keep going. Let's make just you know going. what I'm saying and pull out some classic joints. No you know, doubt, any, anytime doubt. King tells me, "Hey, can you can you write that? Can you write that over? Or can you do? Can you write another rhyme for that?" Right, you know right. I mean? He's like, man, why? He was like, yeah, "It sounds good, but it could be tighter. You could tighten it up, like Reagan era." I sent yeah. him the draft of Reagan era, and he hit me back. He was like, "Yo, can you write another verse for that?" I was like, "Nah, son, this is it. This is it." <laughs> he was like, "You sure?" I was like, "Yo, it's it. It's this it right here." So when it, so we finally like. Clean it up, brush it up. Yeah. He was like, yeah, "I see what you mean, son." He said, "I apologize. I apologize. I see what you mean. You, oh, it's raining. Now, now look, cranking, now, it's cranking right now. now. Now look, now I hear all that, man. But with you know, with all everything, um, when you look at like technology nowadays, as far as like you know, um, MCs uh, working with producers, do you actually, you know, a lot of guys they just mail in beats, they just email it. Do you guys, you guys are actually because what I hear, man. It sounds like you guys are in the studio together, like y'all in the lab together, man. Is that is that how y'all work? Yeah. So sometimes I, you know, I've always go over King's house, and we don't even be talking about music. We just talk about life stuff, family things, and just kicking yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Just laid back. Yeah, yeah. You know, just kicking it or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes I'm going to basement where he's at, and he's already making beats. Mm-hmm. I probably pull like a vinyl and be like, "Yo, have you sampled this yet?" He's like, "Nah." He'll put it on there and we'll find something like that. Or we'll talk on FaceTime. He can be making the beat right there while I'm on right. FaceTime with him, while I'm over here doing something else that doesn't even, you know what I mean? It's like, yo, I like that. I like right. that. Okay. So that's how we've been working. Um, or he'll come to the house and we'll listen to beats and things of that nature. And we'll just kick out ideas and concepts to see what sticks. And that's how, you know, I'll send a draft work over to him and then we'll go to, We'll go to uh, Mike Scott Studios out in Wardorf, and we'll go out there and we'll just critique everything we need to critique and keep it moving. You know, it's it's not rocket science for us. Um, it's just more of a camaraderie. It's just more of like the vibe that we have and create. Right. No doubt, no doubt. Well, look, brother, <clears throat> man, I'm, I'm, I'm so honored to have you here on this platform, brother. Um, it's just keep doing what you're doing, man. Hopefully, man, when you, whenever you drop something else, man, you got anything, you got, you know, you got anything else coming, man, in the near future, man, you know, we got this, this Reagan era, man. This, yeah. this, is, this is really good, man. You guys need to check out Reagan era. It's out now, um, produce, um, yes, it is. 
by uh you know king c dj king c man um c. You got anything else anything else coming coming out brother so we've we put up the album the, the reagan era project up for like um, whammy um for um hip-hop album of the year rap album or rap song of the year so yeah. we put that in the atmosphere and we registered our project to be a part of that um but next year right, right off the heels of reagan era we have one moment, please. This project is a continuation. Am I getting? A, am I getting? A, that's an exclusive right here. That's an exclusive. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely send it to you. No, no. I'm saying, have you mentioned that yet? Like on any other platform? Oh no, nah, I haven't mentioned it on no, no other platform. Hey, you hear that? We got another Bridging the Generation podcast. Another exclusive, man. You know how we do, man. We keep the exclusives, man, but go ahead and finish, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. So we have uh, One Moment, Please, which is a continuation from A Minute of Your Time. Minute of Your Time. Okay. So One Moment, Please, we'll probably have seven joints on it, and it's 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 basically based around conversation. One Moment, Please. Can I just get one moment, please, so I can explain to you what I got to explain to you, and then keep it moving. Mm. Um, we got seven tracks on that. I'm working now with a young, uh, another young artist in the area her name is uh she goes by simone or, or mecca simone i believe on instagram but at any rate um i call her simone so i'm working with her with this uh song that i want to come on the one moment please project right. um so we're we're, we're throwing pro we're throwing ideas around and things of that nature but we got like four we got like three joints all ready to go so next mm. year one moment, please. We're gonna we're gonna drop it in January, like probably like okay. the top of the year, uh, a okay. couple of weeks basically. So top of the year, that's what my birthday month, January. man. Um, actually, that's what's up, man. Actually, I'm going to um, I'm gonna send you two of the joints. I'm not please gonna do. send you all four right now, but yeah, I'm gonna send cool. you I'm gonna send you two of the joints, and um. Yeah, I'm gonna send you two of the joints. That's kind of that's I'm gonna hold you through that, man. Artists you know, art always telling me to go send me something, man. <laughs> yo, yo, rappers a, always I, telling I, me. Hey, I sent it to you right now. <laughs> yo, yo, only way. Yo, hold on, hold on. I sent it to you right now. Let me get a shout out to the brothers that have sent me some shit. Uh, Mav, Ty Ferris. Yeah, you know, said, but the rest of y'all, y'all. <laughs> I love them. I love them, man. It's all good, man. You guys are busy, man. It's all good, but. <laughs> But nah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was in that joint to you right now. I'm looking forward to it, man. I like them exclusives, man, because I'm definitely gonna show some love to it. It's definitely go on my my platform, just like this interview, man. I'm gonna represent you right. I'm gonna represent the city right, just like you you, you, rep, you represent us, man. So again, brother, it's been an honor, man. Where can they find your music, man? Where can the fans find your music? The viewers find your music, and where can they find you at on social media? So social media is Enoch Seven Profit on Instagram, Facebook, um, on Twitter it's E Seven P. So it's E Seven T H P on Twitter, and um, you can find the music on also on all uh, streaming platforms. So okay. you have your you have your Google Play, which is now www.music.youtube. So that's where you find all your Android stuff over there. Um, okay. iTunes, Bandcamp. If you don't want to deal with iTunes, you can always go to Bandcamp and find all of thing thing 13 of my projects on there, I believe. Um, but yeah, you can find all that stuff there, man. Um, yeah, 
That's Shout it. Out that's, that's camp, that's all that. Shout out to Bandcamp, Shout out to Bandcamp. Bandcamp has has really opened the doors for a lot of dope uh, artists, man. I just I gotta say that, man. But but look, brother, Absolutely. again. Again, again, it's been an honor having you on, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I look Thank forward you, to great things uh, from you in 2021, man. And keep repping, representing the culture, man, representing the city and representing your, you know, with sure yourself, brother. I sure will, brother. I give thanks for you and the podcast and your platform. So give thanks for you, man. Keep, keep up. Keep doing what you're doing, Joe. Keep doing what you're doing. No doubt, no doubt. But look, brother, it's been a great uh, time, man. You take care and you have a good night. Look, one you more too. thing. Hold on. Before you go, before you go, can I get a shout out? Bridging the Generation Podcast shout out. Bridging the Generation Podcast shout out. You are now rocking with Bridge the Generation Podcast. Stay locked, stay in tune. And if you don't, you got some issues coming to you. Peace. That's what I'm talking about. All right, brother, man. You take care, man. Godspeed, man. All right, bro. Peace, All right, brother. you too, man. Godspeed All to right. you too, brother.